Welcome to the Success Journey Show. Let's travel together through the lives of individuals on the road to success. Hey, 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 what is going on, travelers? It is Ricky Ventures and Marlon Madden, and we are back with you for another week of the Success Journey Show. What is going on, everybody? Marlon, what's good, man? How you doing? Yo, you know what I'm saying? Living the dream. I'm not going to yeah. change it up. I'm living the dream. <laughs> living the dream. Yes, we sir. are. I can't even tell you what episode this is. It's probably like one, uh, man, we don't know the order. Uh, probably like 115, 116. Don't hold me to that. But it's somewhere <laughs> around there. But, you know, I was yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. something. I was looking at something, man, you know, going on our, um, on our uh, iTunes page and just looking at how many uh, podcasts that we actually put out. We actually put out up to this point almost 160. 60? 160. 160. Whoa. Yeah, dude. 160. Because remember, we were doing, we were doing recaps. Sometimes we were oh, yeah, late yeah, numbering yeah, yeah, them, yeah, sometimes yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're like 160 yeah. and, you know, just consistently trying to put out some content for you guys, man. This has been an exciting journey for both Marlon and myself, and we're just really looking forward to just continuing this on, man. I remember when we first started, we were like, yo, how many things, in my head, I was like, how many things are we gonna do? And I was like, man, 500, like, let's get to 500. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, I'm telling you. Yeah, so we're, we're a little ways from 500, but uh, definitely closing in on it, definitely closing yep. in on it, man. Yep, 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 yep. yep what yep, you been yep. up to, man? As you know, uh, my, my, my whole thing is, Yo, I'm telling you, it's funny that like I planted some seeds while while the pandemic was happening in terms of real estate, and they're mm. all coming to fruition right now. So mm. it's time to reap them. So I have um I had a closing today, or uh, the money for the closing is there, just has to be dispersed. I have another closing probably nice. in another two three days. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's, that, that, that's, that's basically how, how it is. I, I, I like that in the sense of that. And I, I'm going to tell the, I'm going to tell the people to, about this, Rick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I've never lost out on any money like this, but yeah. losing up on, there was a deal that you and I could have <laughs> capitalized on oh, 1.4, 1.4 million dollar deal. And uh, Rick and I missed it by the hair of our chinny chin chin. Yeah, and my wife, yeah. when I told my wife, she was just like, oh, you know, um, hey, if it's not for you, it's not for you. What's meant for you, it's meant for you. So I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring me back. Yeah, bring me back. yeah to bring it back. But, you know, but, yeah. you know, dude, I get excited about that kind of stuff. And, you know, over the years, man, you kind of mature in the sense of, you know, opportunities, right? Because, just like your wife saying, you know, what is for you is for you. What is not for you is not for you. It's like, you know, what I get excited about it now is not necessarily the done deal, but the yeah. potential be, the, but, the, but the potential being in a position for a deal like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that yeah. right there gets me excited. It means that we're doing the right things. Correct. Right. Correct. So Correct. It, didn't ha- it didn't happen today, but guess what? We keep pushing. We keep moving forward. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen the day yes, after that. Sir. You know, and, and you never know. And that's what this journey travelers that we're talking about this journey that, that's what it looks like sometimes right you know you, you're going on this journey and sometimes it's like oh man something's getting ready to break you know you're talking to your friends talking to your family everyone like oh this is getting ready to happen da, 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 da. and the next thing you know something falls through like i, I don't want you to get discouraged in the fall correct, correct. i correct. want you to be encouraged with the possibility that, that you were at that there. table there you yes. go there you go and that's, that's how right i looked, get excited about it and that's how i looked at it that you were in the position to make that deal. So yeah, yeah. when you were in the position to make that deal, you're, you're like, you know what happened? That mean that deal, um, potential for that deal to come back again is a, is a high probability. So I was not yeah. discouraged in terms of that. You know, I almost did a Jeffrey. I quit. It is what it is, man. Like, like you know, one thing I want to share with you guys is just, you know, a lot of times you don't see the grind behind, you know, what we do here, what a lot of people do. And we've been trying to show that a little bit more this season, uh, just behind the scenes. And, you know, we just want to encourage you guys just to keep on keeping on. 
um, because the hard work that you put in is going to pay you off. Like I was telling one of my telling my boys that, hey, you know, I'm training them. They're doing basketball. They're doing all this stuff. And I'm like, hey, you want to work harder in practice now um, before you get to the game. Because when you get to the right. game, it'll be a whole lot easier. Right. right. So that's what we're doing right now. We're working hard uh, before we get to the game. Uh, but Marlon, why don't you go ahead and share a little bit about, you know, where they can find us, the platforms, and then we will go ahead and bring our guests in for the day. All right. The successjourneyshow.com. That is where you can find us. That is our hub, right? That's our website, the successjourneyshow.com. If you try to find us on IG, on, uh, on Facebook, you go to success journey show, uh, Twitter success underscore show. Also, you can find us on Fanbase, the Success Journey Show. If you don't know what Fanbase is, Fanbase is um, Isaac Hayes Jr.'s, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a Black-owned social media platform that he's been building up. So we're also on there. And you can find us also on, tw- on, on TikTok now, Rick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Marlon's been doing his thing, man, putting us on these, on these platforms. You know? I was like... I, I, I was scrolling through TikTok. I, I, I rarely go on there, you know. Yeah. But I was on there. And there was some funny stuff on there, and all the time I was like, "That's Jeremy's show. That's that's our that's our stuff." Oh man, okay. <laughs> I put uh, one of the, of, yeah, yeah. Of, of, you dancing, man. That one was real. Funny. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that, man. I got so many comments on that one. People like, "Oh man, look at you, man, acting a fool." And I was like, "Yeah, that's it, man." Acting <laughs> a fool. Yeah, definitely, so. definitely. Yeah, well, yeah. And wherever, hey, our t-shirts. Once again, this is our t-shirts. Uh, you can on the successjourneyshow.com in our shop. You can go find them. The bags, what you see here, some of the boxes. As you see, some of the boxes that behind me that was stacked up, they're gone. But these boxes are still here with some of them right here. And uh, we have all the products that we're going to definitely bring to you guys. But we just want to focus on some uh, on the ones we have right now just to push it because we're not trying to sell a, a, a apparel. What we're trying to do is sell a brand in terms of um, a lifestyle, a different kind of way of thinking, a mindset. So that's what this is all about when you buy the success. It's just journey wear. That's what we actually call it. It's journey wear. And you should see it floating around some different places. We're going to have a, a, another push. We did a great push. And everybody that actually um, um, supported us, we thank you. If you bought a shirt and you're listening to this, what we need you to do is go to your, put it on, go to your IG and just say, yo, success journey show and pump it up for us and, um, and tag us. Success journey. I, success journey show cool 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 yeah marlon man appreciate that well without further ado guys we're going to jump into our next segment and bring bring on a traveler uh a guest that can share her behind the scenes journey um and inspire us with her story all right you've been listening to the success journey show You can check us out on our social media on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Also on our website, thesuccessjourneyshow.com. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right, everyone. Like we say, all of our travelers out there, we've come to the best segment of our show. And that is where we bring on a guest. And this guest is going to take the time just to share uh, their behind-the-scenes journey to where they are now. Right. As you guys all know, like all of our guests that, that come on, you know, with the, the common thread that everyone said is that they're still on their journey. Right. And that's what we want to encourage everyone with is that there is no final destination. So I know that you're going to hear that in this story today. And it's none other than a good friend of ours, Sarge. And Sarge, thank you so much for coming on today. Why don't you share a little bit about yourself um, and let's go from there. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me, um, you know, to just talk about my humble beginnings. (laughs) Um, So my, you know, like you said, my name is Sarah McKechnie and I am a Trini native. So, you know, I had to rep that a little bit. That is a huge part of, (laughs) we, we coordinated backgrounds just in case. (laughs) Um, 
but yeah, I, you know, being a Trinidadian is like a huge part of uh, my journey, my culture, my family, my roots. So I am one of five children. I am the last. Um, some would call me spoiled. I choose to disagree. <laughs> one would, right? <laughs> yes, depends depends on which sibling is telling the story. Right, right, right. So, um, yeah. So my dad is a pastor, and my mom is a radiographer. She did, but she also did work in the church um, with women's ministries. So you know, being a child uh, that is privy to um, parents who are involved in some sort of ministry sort of got me on the track to social work. When I thought about, you know, what I want to do and where I want to go, everything was sort of engulfed and and all encompassed in social work. Although I do love singing, so most people thought I was going to go into music, and so it's still a hobby. It's not a career. It's not a profession. I don't mm-hmm. wish for it to be, um, <laughs> but I do enjoy it a lot. You know, so the things that really make me me are, you know, people, good company, good music, good food, um, you know, sharing, swapping ideas, you know, all of that. Um, you know, so so those are the things that, you know, that make, you know, make up my uh, my being and my, my interests. Nah. Uh, Love it, love it. So you say from thanks for sharing that with us. So you say you're from from Trini, right? And at what point did you um, come into the to the states, the United States? What was it like coming from a family that you know came from another country into the United States, and just that upbringing and that self? Yeah. So interesting thing. I was actually here like twice in my life so as an infant uh, my dad and oh, she time traveled she said twice in my life <laughs> Meaning like two different, so two different segments right two different segments <laughs> i didn't time travel but so so one during uh infancy until five years old you know i traveled here with my family at that time so my parents mm-hmm. were at andrews university they were, you know, finishing up their degrees. And so I was there with my family from mm. about three months old to five years old. Mm. The second time, you know, coming up here for uh, college, I came alone, but my brother was already here. So I went to Oakwood University. Whoop, and All right. he was, yeah, so he, so he was there. I met him there. I was about 15 um, and I had already completed one year of college. Now that timeline always throws people off based on like the American education yeah, system. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know, most people would finish high school like around 17, 18. So I, you know, I was already heading into my junior, um, not junior, my uh, sophomore year of college when I was turning 16. So that, you know, that path, you know, coming back here was, was solo. And I, let me see, I finished up at Oakwood in 2005 and then went to grad school in Michigan where my brother is in Indiana. So I was about one hour away from my eldest brother and mm. did you know that grad school track. So moving from Trinidad here was very interesting. It was a culture shock. Um, I thought the food was very bland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. are the people eating this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Especially so, going to Oakwood. Listen, I had, I had to find, I had to find my tribe, you know, it's like, yeah, 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 I had to take my jab at Oakwood, no, I'm good, go ahead, no, you good. <laughs> no, but you will, you will find it at Oakwood, so I had, you know, like, people, and I mean, it's a diverse cultural, you know, background, all that, so I was able to get that, but, but, it, I mean, it was a, a tremendous culture shock, um, coming here, just even, uh, you know, dealing with all the different, like simple things that are different in terms of um, the, which side of the road you drive on, or, mm. you know, what stores being open versus closed on Sunday. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was, a, you know, that those were huge pieces, but it was, I mean, it was cool. I, I stayed in contact, obviously, with my family back home, so, and I traveled home every year, so. Okay. Um, I don't do that now. I got three kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it was funny the other day I was talking to my neighbor and his um son goes to West Point and he was he has a girlfriend that's Colombian. And she was like, Yeah, you know, Colombia, 
right right by um right by Trinidad. And I was like, what is this girl talking about? Right? <laughs> right? And, and and because I'm like Caribbean Sea Caribbean, no, this is it. I had to actually go back and look and I'm like, yo, Trinidad is close to South America. America. Yeah. It's a it's hop like right and a jump. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hop, skip, and a jump. She's like, yeah, my family used to go to Trinidad all the time from, I was like, what? So <laughs> it was crazy that I had to get a little geography lesson on that. Now, you said you traveled when you were 16, and, you know, me being from Jamaica, it's the same thing, you know, it's a, it's a European system of schooling. That's why we graduate a lot earlier. Yeah. Being at Oakwood at 15, 16, and everybody else is 17, 18, what was your... What was your experience with that? I know the culture shock, but just you're, you're, you're two years younger and that two years is drastically different. A 16-year-old, an 18-year-old is two different people. So yeah. um, just explain how, how you coped with that. Yeah, that was actually fairly easy because, you know, like I said, I'm the youngest of five. So mm-hmm. I was actually mm-hmm. pretty much accustomed to being with people that are older than me. Um, my siblings' friends were my friends and, you know, just even like being there, I don't recall there being like a significant difference. Like I didn't feel younger. Um, I felt like I fit right in, you know, in terms Mm. of who I would still consider my peers, you know, even though they were years ahead. So I was always the youngest in my class. Uh, Even in Trinidad, I started school at four and everyone else was five. So I like through my entire, you know, academic matriculation, I've, I've always been the youngest. So it, yeah. it wasn't really anything that um, that was shocking or like an impediment or anything. Out of the norm. Yeah, nothing out of the mm. norm. Not yeah. so you said that, you know, through your life, you know, you realize like you went into um, social work, right? You went into social work. Now, when you, at, when, you, when you were at Oakwood, is that what you majored in? Like you went in like, hey, social work is my thing. Um, Talk about you know, like coming out of Oakwood, going into social work, what that transition was like, or t- tell people that don't know anything about like going into social work, like some of the steps that you have to do in order to get into the field as well. Yeah, so, so for a social work degree, you're gonna have different levels of licensure. So there are some, um, lic- well, th- this is a whole piece. So di- there are different states that require licensure for you to be able to work in the field of social work. There are other states that you can simply have the bachelor's or a master's and you can launch, you can go into social work. In this this region, the DMV and most states, they're gonna require the license. So I did my undergraduate studies in social work and also did my master's in social work. Now, if there's always this question that comes up between psychology versus social work, because they both do counseling. Right. So if you wanted to figure out which track you wanted to to be on, what I always tell people is figure out, you know, what aspect of social work do you want to do or what aspect of counseling do you want to do? Because the social work field is extremely broad. If you Mm -hmm. wanted to just focus on counseling, but you figured that you wanted to have some variety in terms of the things that you can do, like you can do uh, case management, you can do some administrative work, you can work with policies and, and procedures, protocols, or you can work, <clears throat> you can do group or family therapy or anything like that. And so, that, you know, so those two different branches. I, in particular, I don't do counseling. I don't actually enjoy counseling. I did it for, um, I think four, four months after grad school <laughs> when I was out here in the district. And I figured that, you know, even though I enjoy talking to people, I don't particularly like having, you know, a segmented time in my day where I have to sit down and listen to you and mm. then you have to come back and we're doing the same thing like week after week. Like I want to be able to do like quick modalities of change and send you on your way and launch. So that mm. is like the you know case management aspect where you're you're working on specific tasks and you give them these lists of things to do, they go execute and 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 done, right? Yeah. Um yeah. so in if you wanted to do social work versus uh, um, psychology, social work is actually a professional degree. And so coming out of grad school with your master's and getting your licensure, you can actually begin to work in the field immediately. 
Whereas mm. typically with psychology, you need to have the doctorate. No, mm. no one is going to respect anything that you do or, or hire you to do anything in psychology without that PsyD. Right. So now if you wanted to do a um, master's in social work, you really can have any undergraduate uh, degree. So that's going to be the difference between doing one year in social work versus two years in social work for your graduate degree. Because my undergraduate was in social work, I only needed to do one year, which is an advanced standing program for graduate Mm -hmm. school. And then you do the licensure. You have different licensures that um, license you where you can work independently um, or under the supervision of another licensed social worker. So depending on the state, you're going to have like different acronyms for them, but they're essentially the same thing. It's just an independent um, licensed clinical social worker. So currently I'm licensed in DC and Maryland on the independent level. And mm-hmm. with, those, with that level, you can supervise, you can be in management, you can do private practice. So the field is um, extremely expansive and you can do anything from auditing to grant writing, to counseling, mm. to case management, to running your own group home or residential facility, anything like that. Yeah. And you can have different you know, certi- uh, certifications and um uh, you know, different fields of study, if you wanted to broaden that a little bit. Got hmm. you, got you. So travelers, you got that? So, you know, I, I really, no, I really appreciate you sharing all yeah, that. Yeah, because, yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that go into the undergraduate work, and they're not aware of what it's going to take when they walk in day one. Mm-hmm. Um, or they may have be you know, vaguely familiar with it, you know, and it, it could, it could kind of throw people off track in terms of where they're trying to reach their goals. Um, so I appreciate you, you sharing that aspect to us. One thing I want to pull out of there is, you know, you talked about that pivot, right? That pivot of understanding, like, this is not me. Um, I'm, I got to go to a different track. Uh, it, you know, if you can remember, you know, you know, what that felt like as in saying, nah, after four months or whatever, like, sorry, I can't do this anymore. I got to find something else within this massive field um, to really find my niche. Uh, and pursue that aspect of it. Tell us about a little bit about that experience. Yeah, up until that point, um, I was doing a lot of case management, a lot of field work. And mm-hmm. the, the motivation to going into that particular job where I was going to do counseling was I wanted to work closer to home. So I live in Baltimore and I had always worked like in DC or, well, mostly DC. So for anyone that's not familiar with that distance, traffic in the morning is going to be like about two hours, two and a half hours. And so I was like, I got to get off the beltway. I need to do something different. So I, you know, so I applied to different places and there was a counseling position that opened up near my home, about 10, 15 minutes from my home. And so I, you know, I interviewed for it, got it, went in. And I enjoyed it, you know, for like the first, I'd say two months. And then I was like, this is, you know, this is not really what my passion is. You know, like I I love talking to people, you know, like, you know, like I mentioned before, I love being able to, you know, hear someone's story. Like that's something that I, that I deep, I actually do genuinely care about. So I, I care about people's story. I care about, you know, restoration and healing and being able to overcome, you know, whatever, Um, traumatic experience you might have, you know, suffered through, or even if it's just for maintenance, even if Mm. there's, you know, there's no mental health diagnosis, there's no, you know, catastrophic event that has occurred, but you just need support in terms of um, managing, you know, daily life stressors, you want to keep your toolbox geared up. That's really good. I knew, you know, after those two months that it's not what made me like super passionate, like, like getting up every morning, going to work, even though it was 10 minutes away. It was what I wanted. Mm. It was a yeah, distance, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So sometimes yeah. the convenient track in terms of like these other practical things that you might put into place, like, you know, I want a certain amount of money, or I want this to be, you know, within walking distance, or I want to be able to, you know, um, you know, have, you know, have accelerated drop, uh, job growth, you know, at this level or at this rate. Yeah. Like if, if the work itself is not actually what you are, uh, you know, desperately passionate about, you're not going to be committed to that track. It's, it's just, mm-hmm. going to be, you know, stamping, you know, 
you know, a, a checkbox, mark, marking off a checkbox. Yeah, 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 and you're yeah. not going to be able to have that fuel. And if you don't have that as a professional, that's going to transfer to your clients. And yeah. so I knew that, you know, where I wanted to be is, you know, helping children and families in a different aspect. And so I did, you know, child welfare or foster care, child welfare for the next couple of years, you know, after that, which sort of, you know, channeled me into my current position in adoption. I love building families. If you talk about, you know, like really life-changing changing work, like literally life-changing work, we're giving people the gift of family and we're giving options to, you know, women and children who want to pursue something different for whom, you know, parenting might not be an option right now. And so being able to literally transform the dynamics of a family, like the makeup of a family is something that drives me every single day. And so I'm, you know, I'm back on the commute now, thanks to the pandemic, we are at home, <laughs> but before the pandemic, you know, mm. it was back to an hour and a half on the road, but, you know, mm. I, you know, listen, your to music, listen yeah. to my, you know, podcast and I'll get there. And I really, really enjoy the work that I do. Um, so, yeah. it was, you know, it was easy to make that switch. Mm. Uh, I hope I hope you're listening to the Success Journey Show podcast. Better get that plug in there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So now, um, kind of like what I so I, I I'll say this: when I was um a recruiter, you learn. I was a recruiter for the Marine Corps. I learned how to, um a selling steps of how to sell, right? Basically, you know, sales. So. And it's hard to turn that off when it comes to your everyday life because it's, it became a part of me. I did it for four years straight. I just sat down with kids and I set up a conversation the way it's how it's supposed to be. With counseling, you know, you have your family at home, you have your husband. Uh, 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 do you find that you have to sometimes say, okay, let me, let me turn this off here because I'm not counseling you. Um, 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 how, how, does, how, how, do you, how do you switch? I know you have the hour and a half ride to help you to do that, but with the pandemic and you being home, how do you switch from one stage to the next? Hmm. Do we switch That's exactly what I want to know. Do you switch? So, you know, so I'll say this. Um, even though I'm not doing like counseling and therapy, the okay. part of my brain that never turns off is assessing. So I mm. assess every situation. Correct. When I talk with, you know, with my husband, when I'm in conversation with my kids, I'm always listening for the deeper meaning of what you're saying. Like, you know, what is it that you're actually trying to get at? And it, it's helpful in some regard. Um, yes. In other cases, it can be that, you know, I'm, I'm overthinking a situation or I'm giving too much of the situation that really is just supposed to be light right now. You know, so, so my husband to the park. will say, <laughs> <laughs> my husband will say, listen, I'm not your client. I'm not trying to right now. <laughs> so, so, so that part, it really is impossible to turn it off. Like I may not, um, I may not always speak on it, or I may not always say what I'm thinking in a moment. If it, you know, if it, if it doesn't call for that, but I am definitely thinking it. Mm. Like I diagnose people all the time. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. I don't need you sitting down with me too long because I tell you what. <laughs> I, I'll okay. have a diagnosis for you by the end of the segment. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's free. That's free too. Wow. I like <laughs> it. Yeah, free. Free consultation. But in terms of, like, I think what you were asking too is that work life balance in terms of being at home and not having that commute to break up the day that is that is difficult because and I didn't realize how much um how much I needed to have that transition to just shift and be mm. able to say okay this is work now this is home so what I find myself doing at home is that I'll go upstairs you know get dinner all that stuff and I'll come right back down to work or to finish you know whatever I was working on because I have this thing where if it, you know if I'm working on a project if I, if my brain is, is set to, you know, whether it's I'm, I'm sending out an email or I'm completing mm -hmm. a draft of some report, I don't want to stop until I'm done. Mm, but yeah. having the commute, I was forced oh, to yeah. turn it off. Correct. Right. Cause I got a hard set time that I need to go. Cause I have yep. kids that I need to pick up from aftercare mm -hmm. or, you know, or wherever. And so I had yep. to stop. 
it's very difficult to put that stopping point at home. I'm trying to get better at it. Trying not yeah. to be down here after six. We, we all do. always work yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> we all struggle with that, you know, especially people that like, I don't want to say we enjoy work, but we're, we're our work ethic is very high. And it's yeah. like you said, it, we, I don't like to re remove myself from my computer unless things are complete because it's going to still be in my mind. I'm not going to be able to be hundred percent where I'm at if I know I got to get back and get something done. So you try to say, I'm going to stay here as long as I can. Yeah. I'm going to try to hurry up. Give me five more minutes. If five more minutes turn to 15, 20, 30, like, oh shoot, we got to go. I got to go now. I got to go now. Yeah. But uh, as a, that's been a struggle for a lot of people during the pandemic not everybody because other people are just chilling watching netflix every day and i'm not calling you out but you know it's just, it's just both sides of the spectrums here you know we're talking about you know one thing that i don't know if you remember this uh a couple years back uh i remember you sharing the story of you getting the uh, program director director position where you are or it could have been another position before that or um but you said something that really stood out with me you said you said it wasn't something that you were necessarily looking for, but they saw it in you and they said, this is the time for you to take upon this opportunity. And I'm paraphrasing how you said it, but it was along the lines of, you know, you were just going in every single day operating and being you and they saw it in you versus you trying to develop a way and a pathway to get there, right? Uh, just talk about that, just showing up every single day uh, in your passion and fulfilling your role for whatever organization that you're with, um, for our travelers to hear, we call and we, ne we never gave you the definition. We call them travelers because they're on a journey, on a journey. right? So I got yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said that already, already, Rick. She yeah, said yeah. that already. <laughs> That's right, 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 right. <laughs> so you know, this this year, just talking about that, just showing up aspect and just being present where you are. Hey, you're listening to the Success Journey Show. Just a reminder, follow us on our social media at the Success Journey Show on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, you can check us out on our website at thesuccessjourneyshow.com. Enjoy the rest of the show. Well, first I'll say you have a really good memory. Um, yeah, I accept you, you know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Not a yeah. but I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that was the beginning of 2018. Um, you are absolutely right. I did not um, apply for this position. And if I if I saw the application, like if I saw the job posting, I would not have gone after it um, because mm -hmm. I did not see myself as having the qualities, like the full extent of being a director I knew I you know, you know I knew I could do some things but like budgeting and running a program like nah that's for somebody else right that's, mm. that's not my skill set and so you know I you know sort of shortchanged myself in terms of what my capacity is what my growth potential is and what I can actually learn on the job and what it was I you know I made a post on Facebook talking about my interaction with um, with one of my uh, direct reports. So I was doing supervising before that. And there was a situation that came up with one of my social workers. And I basically talked about um, the advocacy aspect of social work. We're usually advocating for our clients, but seldom do you find that you're advocating for your staff. And so I simply mm -hmm. you know, pointed out uh, you know, how we diffuse that situation and basically called up, uh, you know, held people accountable on that multidisciplinary team to be able to support my worker. And so someone saw the post, a friend of mine saw the post and noted, okay, we had been looking for a director. We couldn't figure out who would be able to fill the position. Mm. She saw the post and she was like, that's it right there. She's like, that's wow. it right there. We need someone who is, you know, willing and able to have really hard conversations um, be able to advocate and, you know, bring out the best in your workers and all the other stuff, you know, that I hadn't yet been doing because, I, you know, I'm, an, I'm a supervisor. I'm not running a program. And so yeah. all the other things that I was not yet doing, she was like, we can learn that on the job because the, the crux of it, like the more critical pieces that are not 
um, taught that really are innate. She's like, you have you that have naturally. And so we're mm. going to bring you on board. Um, and so it, it really was her, you know, looking at qualities in me that I like to that point, I had really downplayed um, and I didn't realize how significant it would be um, in terms of like working. Like when you go to a job interview, people usually ask, you know, what is your, um, what is your ideal type of supervisor? Like who is your ideal type of supervisor? And, um, you know, what, what type of supervision do you, um, do you take, do you take on best? Right. And so a lot of the things that I would want to have from a supervisor, I didn't realize that I had those qualities myself. To be able to, you know, pour that into a team, um, rebuild a team, because this was part of a reorganization as well. So wow, it was wow. it was not a, you know, floating into a position and everything is already set. It really was something that had to be built from the ground up, um, mm -hmm. you know, and 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 working with that with people that were going to be disgruntled because it's a reorg, yeah. and naturally people <laughs> yep. are upset. Yes, <laughs> right? yes, yes, the changes yes, yes. and transition. So yeah, that that's how that came about. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for sharing that. And when when you share that, what travelers, I want you, I want to bring you through some of the emotional things that could go on during that thing. And I'm just kind of picking it up now as you're sharing the story even more. Um, so now you're driving an hour and some change. And we talked about the aspect of being able to decompress. Uh, before you're changing um, different environments, either being home or going to work or just your mind, right? But now you're going into a, a position that you didn't feel that you were completely qualified for, right? You saw there were some gaps that you wanted to, you're kind of like, oh man, am I going to be able to do this? You're driving an hour and a half now into a job that you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> thinking <laughs> you're thinking about wait a minute can i do this right like talk, talk about how you work through just that emotional side of preparing yourself to go to that next level being stretched a little bit um and just stepping into that new role yeah you know a lot of it was someone pouring into me right mm -hmm. so i had those self-doubts and i was like okay but what about this and what about that and i'm not good at that and you know I, you know i don't know how the workers are going to take to me you know and all of that um I, so i had been working in child welfare before adoption is an aspect of child welfare and mm -hmm. so the person who is actually my supervisor now is the one who you know who, who primed me for this position and actually poured into me um, all the things that I needed to hear, like, like, you know, the, the, the basis that you have, the foundation that you have, the reputation that precedes you, because in contacting me, they also contacted people that I work with in the district. So from mm. attorneys to supervisors, to other colleagues, all had, um, pretty stellar things to say. And I, you know, I'm not going out with the mindset of, okay, you know, when I leave here, I want you to give me a good recommendation. Well, you yeah, just yeah, show yeah. up, you know, <laughs> you, you show up and you do what you do and you do it well. Whatever position it is that you play, whatever role it is that you play in your job, you 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 play that part well and always look for ways to be, you know, innovative and you know, be an initiator, be a creator, yeah. be someone who is willing to break the mold. If you if you see something that could be done differently, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, to point out those things and be willing to accept feedback. I think mm -hmm. um, one of the things that that allowed me to be able to transition is that I'm open to feedback because mm -hmm. I want to be able to grow and develop. And it's only beneficial if there's an exchange. Like if I don't come in thinking that I have everything, like I already fill the space, then there's nowhere to go. As long mm -hmm. as I recognize that there's still room to grow, then I have to be willing to accept feedback because the feedback points are gonna fill those gaps to be mm -hmm. the where I need to be. So, so the transition was, you know, there was a lot of self-talk right? A lot of mm. saying, okay, you're showing up to this space, it's going to be new, but everyone that's going into a, a new space has to learn something. So mm -hmm, come mm -hmm. with an open mind, be willing to absorb, be willing to meet the challenge and, you know, just take it one day at a time. So uh, that it, was my self-talk on my commute. And meeting people where they are. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Uh, go ahead, Marla. 
No, they, I was going to say they have a saying that behind every good man is a good woman. But I know in your sense, we want to talk about your support system, which is that ma the man that was behind you. Because a lot of times we, 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 we were forced to think about just a woman supporting the man. But we, we, we want to talk about the man that supported you, that hour and a half commute. Um, Abe, when you're laying in bed at night and you're saying, babe, I don't know if I kind of have this and giving you that pep talk and believing in you and helping out where you need. Uh, talk about that dynamics in the family. Listen, I posted about this too. <laughs> There's literally <laughs> no aspect of my job that I can do without the support of my husband. His name is Henry. So there's literally no part of it because me working an hour and a half away means that he's on drop-off duty for school because I leave mm. well before the kids wake up. And then he's also on pickup duty because I ain't getting here on time to pick up no kids, <laughs> right? Um, even, you know, even other aspects of my job, like, like there, there are different things that I do for Baltimore City. So I do... Um, uh, custody evaluations and, you know, help people sort of figure out their custody arrangements um, and make recommendations for the court. That is outside of my nine to five. So mm -hmm. I will do, you know, what's necessary for nine to five, and then I may have to work late because I'm doing a, a home visit or something. So there's a lot of balance in terms of being able to, you know, hold it down at home. And he is my biggest supporter, like, like some of that, you know, whispering in my ear in terms of saying, yep, you've got it, you know, you've, you've built for this point, you've done all of these things, you know, in the, in these different positions. And now you have someone who sees the ability in you, take it, go for it, you know, I got it here. And so, I mean, it really, really does require um, balance in the household to be able to make it work. Um, you know, and so, so there are sacrifices that, you know, that I would make on my end as well to be able to support things that he does. But I mean, the, I will be honest and say it is an imbalance. He does way more to support the things that I do um, because he really, really does believe in it. And he sees the, he sees the way that it drives me and the passion that I have for this work. And so being able to, you know, make that difference in building families, he's investing in that as well through me mm, so yeah i could not literally could not do it without him man yeah, i love that i love that i love that yeah it, and it, and it's a uh when you get to meet them the family and just the dynamic man a beautiful family you can see that they are intentional about raising their family um <clears throat> the right way and being there to support them and everything that they can do uh be an example of excellence um and and, and kind of expecting that from them as well and it's just you know that's that's the kind of things that we want to show a lot of our travelers is that listen you know on this journey there's going to be times where there is imbalance but with imbalance you you need to figure out a way to balance it off with whether it's sharing roles whether it be uh, uh sacrificing here sacrificing there whatever it may be because you want your whole life to be com complete right and you, at the end of the day, you know, you, you, when you get through your journey, you don't want to look back and be like, well, I wish I would have, even though most high performing people always have that I wish I would have moment, right? right? <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, it's just to show that, you know, you do everything that you can, right, uh, with what you have, right, uh, in order to, 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 to go out and make an impact, not only outside the home, but also inside the home. So definitely, you know, uh, look to you and, and Henry. Uh, as an example of just going out and getting it and being a phenomenal parent uh, as well. So, and not just parents, but even in the community, guys. I mean, these guys, they stretch out even beyond their household and really take in people um, and just be a positive light and impact in their life as well. So really just kudos to you and on, on your journey. Um, one thing that we, we kind of got away from this season, Marlon, but, you know, I definitely want to uh, ask you uh, is, you know, as we're coming closer to the end is as you look, you look back and I, I want to go back to the point of when you came over that 15, 16 year old uh, young lady uh, onto the campus of uh, Oakwood University. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you can just have like two minutes with her and just whisper something into her ear, like what would that be at this point? Hmm what would I say to 15 year old me? 
Um, I was, you know, new to the field of social work. I, I really, really did not know the impact that I would have. I just knew that I wanted to help. I wanted to help people. Um, and there were a variety of ways to be able to do that through the field of social work. Um, you know, and, and so figuring out, uh, you know, how do I do this? How do I pay for grad school? How do mm. I, you know, what, what does living here look like in terms of pursuing that profession? And what I would say is that it all works out and you do mm. great things. You know, I, um, I've, I've always had um, a very conscientious spirit where if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it well. And, you know, doing that through schooling afforded me the opportunity to even have grad school paid for um, through an mm. academic scholarship at Western Michigan. And so just, you know, all the worries about how it's going to be paid for and, and how it's going to happen, the, the literal phrase that I have is it all works out. God takes mm. care of all of it. Um, yeah. All you got to do is put your best foot forward and that, that charts the, um, the path for you. You do yeah. what you need to do and all the other things fall into place. There is somebody waiting literally to fund your dream. There is somebody mm. that is waiting or there's a niche um, waiting where only you are going to be positioned to be able to fill that void, whatever it is. Mm. So, you know, I'm not a, you know, self-employed entrepreneur. And so, and that may be the path for someone else. If that is your vision and that is your path, there's somebody waiting to fund it for you if you just do whatever you've been tasked with in this moment right here. And so, you know, to my 15-year-old self, don't worry about it. Everything works out in the end. Mm, love, yes, it, love, love, it, love, love it, love it, love it, love it. Yeah, yeah, this is very, I, I, I like this. I like this because it, it, the, the dynamics um, all around was very, it's so, it, when somebody gets into a profession and they perform at a high level, and sometimes you doubt yourself. And when you're talking just a while ago, you were talking to me and Ricky, because <laughs> some things that you take for granted that you do, somebody else will see that and be like, you know that what you're doing right there, like that's not normal, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you're like, okay. And then they will say, no, no, no. And then they point it out. And then when you get to where, you know, you can shine, somebody sees it and somebody, and then you start seeing like, oh snap, okay. Okay, okay. And then it requires to be humble, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Humility for what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed this because I, I think there's somebody out there. I know that there's travelers out there that they're embarking, they're <clears throat> stepping onto a campus or they're stepping off the campus into the profession, not knowing what's, what they can do. And you just, you just opened a lot of eyes, a lot of hearts, a lot of minds into the the when you want to help someone what's possible and what you can accomplish yeah, thank you yeah. thank you very much yeah, yeah. We, we didn't get into the music aspect of of what you've done and what you do you know oh, yeah, yeah. Another, 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 another. yeah exactly I right thought, i thought that there was a duet that was you know built in you didn't, you didn't, you didn't practice the track you didn't practice the track no yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, but yo, sorry, it's been a make. Go ahead. You gonna say something? Yeah, one one thing that I'll say, you know, to both of you gentlemen, as you are, you know, creating this space and this platform for people to talk about their journeys, you know, everyone's gonna have a very different path. And I look mm -hmm. at um Rihanna, who I think was a couple was a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago yeah. that she hit billionaire status. Yes, yes, yes. And everybody is worried about, well, you know, I don't want to do this one thing because so many other people are doing it. Literally, she broke, she broke that stereotype that there are too many people in the space. I personally mm -hmm. think that there's space for everyone. If yes. you focus on what you're doing and yes. you do that thing well, you can stand out. And so this, yeah. you know, this, this space that you all have created just for people to share like the different pathways so that as your, um, as your traveler, travelers are listening, they can understand there's more than one way to skin a cat. If, yes, yes. if you want to be able to work for someone who is you know, already doing something that you're passionate about, 
you can do that. If you want Correct. to create it because it's not there, then do that. If you want to partner with someone and do that thing, just just do it. And so I'm, you know, I'm really, really proud of you both, you know, just, you know, creating this platform so that people can see and hear, you know, that, okay, it's possible. If this person uh, can do it, you know, from very humble beginnings or, you know, not having, you know, a very similar background to me, like there are different things that connect and resonate with people. Um, yeah, and we mm -hmm. can find, um, you know, places of, um, of similarity to be able yeah. to give you purpose or, or give you motivation for your, you know, for your journey, then job well done, mission accomplished. So uh, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Appreciate Thank you very much. Yeah. When we do part two, I feel there's going to be a part two. But when we do part two, just remind me to tell you my Rihanna story. I met her at a Super Bowl and it wasn't very good. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my, boy, my, 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 boy, my boy did something crazy that she was like, she went island woman straight up. <laughs> oh, well, y'all should have known better. <laughs> she's Beijing first. Yeah, yeah, she's Beijing first. You know, I, I used the Jamaican accent. I was like, yo, Rihanna, walk one. Come talk to me now. And she was like, oh, and then my boy, he, he just said something crazy. And she just, I want to talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where she come from? She's like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, tra travelers, travelers, man, if we come to the end of, of another show, we really thank you guys for just uh, tuning in. This, this program wouldn't be here without you. So we really appreciate your support, uh, your love going on and, and 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 purchasing shirts and uh reviews that you're putting on there we we read the reviews trust me we read the reviews you know sometimes just randomly i'm clicking on the podcast and like oh wow you know i didn't even know we got even more reviews coming so appreciate you sending us the reviews uh and the feedback uh, also those that send guest um recommendations uh for the show thank you for that as well and listen we are going to be here like marlon said in the beginning Go to our uh, website, the successjourneyshow.com, and tune into all of our previous uh, episodes. Or you can go to any podcast platform, I mean, any podcast platform, and pull up the Success Journey Show and just stay in tune with us. Also, uh, we, can't, we, we, we cannot forget uh, 21 The Net. Uh, tune in to the internet radio where we're getting a whole new set of followings and followers that are following along with our stories every single week. And we appreciate you guys as well. So, guys, we will see you guys again next week at the same, at the same time, the same place on the Success Journey Show. Everyone have a good one. Peace. All right. One love. You've been listening to the Success Journey Show, where your dreams, drive, determination, and diligence are the foundation to success. For more information, check out thesuccessjourneyshow.com. The Journey Squad is here helping you to your destination.